You're listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. podcast segment or two with me I, I, I appreciate it. they came down and spent some time with me down at WBOL we had some technical difficulties but it's uh, fantastic to have them to continue to partner with me we had some great conversations so uh, John and April doing a little bit of extra time with um, <laughs> with us and, and spending some time with, with, with the host um April, you said you said after the show on WVOL that you were kind of surprised with my success, and I, I take a little bit of offense to that. I did not say that. You exactly. basically said that, hey, you know, I went to school with you. You were a complete moron, and I never thought that you would amount to oh anything. My goodness. Um, and I wanted you to elaborate on that a little bit. Okay, so. okay, that's not what I why said. You, why you got to do me like that? I was never, I was never anything but class to you. <laughs> At Pine Forge and at Oakwood, so I wanted I wanted you to tease out some more of that. You go way back though. We do, you, you know. You I was mind. not. I am not surprised that you're successful. Right. Okay. I'm not at all surprised about that, but I am. I mean, just you in radio. Like I never thought oh, okay. that this would be your thing. That's all I meant, dude. I never okay. thought. Okay. <laughs> the funny thing is though that the first thing. time I heard Lance James to us, I was like, "How come I didn't see this?" So, I think that's what I was. I was like, "How come we didn't know about this?" No, that's not what I mean. What no, I mean, but I, it, what I mean it's been is, a long time, and I didn't know. The first episode I ever heard, it was you and Jeremy Winston. Yep. and you guys are going back Jeremy and forth was great. about right. something I sports related. I can't remember what it was that, that hosted. With yeah, him. yeah, and, it was and, good. And, and I'm saying Jeremy's actually much more talented than me. Like he's really, he's really Jeremy's really good. good. He's just too busy. Yeah, going to Columbia and going to Prague, right? Doing <laughs> orchestras and raising three girls, right? And exactly. PhD, right? Right. Doing, doing everything. all that stuff, right. and then and then he still has time to pot shot everybody, right? On That's Facebook true. and on Instagram, you know, he's never to make time for that. But yeah. he just couldn't. He couldn't do the hosting stuff. Cause yeah, he, he's a, he's a real brain, but he is. but but he's I'm fantastic. saying there's something else you have, and it's. Um, as they say in French, you have a je ne sais quoi. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I'm saying? There's uh, something you don't I, even know it. how to really <laughs> describe it. But the first time I yeah. heard you, I was like, man, this sounds like they're recording in the back of the bus on mm. one of our Aeolian trips. Mm. They're, just, they're just recording their conversation, except mm. it's way more polished. Right. <laughs> and James sounds like he knows what he's doing. I was like, how did I not see this? You know, just him, you hosting your show like your voice, all of that. Like I never would have put you in that. But you know mm. how you hear some voice and you're like, oh man, he'd be yeah. great on the radio right, right, or right. whatever. Like I did not, right. I would not have put you in this space. So oh, well, to I'm see just... it and you're like, 
thriving. I guess what I'm saying is I feel like an idiot that I didn't see it. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. I, I think that's what I'm saying. It's always been in front of us right there. Because usually you I can see, especially when you spend as many hours as we spent years oh, we spent years and hours together. in oh. those years there are so together. Many, like a thousand <laughs> hours. There are so many talented people that we spent time with. And I, you know, yes, I, look at, yes. I look back on that and I say two things. First and foremost, I will never, ever, 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 ever be on a bus ever again with a bus <laughs> with 40 other adults. Like that, that's not going to happen. I agree. There's I zero percent. I used right. to coach basketball. Are you saying you have not been on a bus since? I haven't been on a bus since. I mean, I, Come on, I man, that can't it. be true. I will not do it. <laughs> I won't do it. It's not, it's not an option. <sighs> not the me. way I've we had, did it. I've had, like, when I coach like basketball that. teams. I would drive like we were going. We were going to a tournament. I was like, I'm driving my car, man. I'm not getting. That's on. hilarious. I would get on the bus and I'd be like, Look, none of y'all are getting lucky. Um, you know, watch yourselves because right. I'm, I'm riding in the car. And I would take my worst three kids and make sure that they were in the car with me. You know what so happens on the bus. You so know that, the deal. So that, so that they you know were the on the bus getting in, in trouble doing stuff that they weren't supposed to do. But I won't do that. And then the second piece of it is, um, we're very blessed. We are. To be around when I look back on those years yeah. and that time, oh, some good years, man! It was some great years. We were really blessed to be around phenomenal people. Yeah, and I'm so proud more than even what we accomplished collectively. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of what everybody became. True, I am too. Me too. And yeah. you know, I'm doing this uh, documentary about right. that space. Yeah, and I'm so proud of. Ricky and I'm so proud of Nika and I'm yeah. proud of what Joel has done. Yeah. And I'm proud at the people that came behind us, mm-hmm. like um Brandy. Right. Yeah. Makita. Yeah. yeah. And I I see what Joy Barnum does. Right. Yes. Joanne Jeanette. Right. And yes, I just see every yes. just so many you're just throwing out like you ten can, people. You can keep naming right. Kali. Kali. <laughs> top of your head. Yeah. Kali. Yeah. 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 Um and even the people that didn't really continue to use their music talents. Mm-hmm. I think that that prepared us for a bigger stage. So I'm proud of what you're doing. Right. The two of you. Wow. Um, I'm happy that that helped prepare me. It's just people say, well, were you nervous the first time you're in the rail? I was like, nah, man. Right. We should sing been in front of thousands. Mal, Mal had been us doing singing that. in front of 5,000 people. You never knew if he was going to call you for a you solo. You didn't know he was going to call you for a solo. Or, Literally. Or right. That was scary. Um, that and was, we've all shanked solos. We've, we've all them. killed solos. That's true. And, you know, you you have failure. Right. You walk it off and, and get better. But to see people, uh, I'm proud of Gia, and I see so many people yeah. mm-hmm. that are doing fantastic things in their industry yeah. that were on that bus with us. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there were only roughly 30 of us, 35 of us that mm-hmm. were very core mm-hmm. people. And I look at that group, everybody's so successful. Right. And it almost brings tears to my eyes to yeah. see how successful people are. Right. And I was a part of that. I was, right. I was fortunate yeah. just to be a face in the crowd. And, yeah. um, you know, look, Steve Mackey. Right. Right. Look exactly. at Steve Mackey. You know, see him He's saying with us pulling too. up in a bin. Exactly. <laughs> yep. like, I'm telling people, I'm like, yo, I used to sing with Steve. Right. You know, right. Just like I used to, and I knew Steve had talent. I was like, right. this guy could sing. I didn't think that he'd right. be pulling up in a Bentley. Though. Right. <laughs> I didn't see that. I was like, this guy's going to make a living yeah. singing, but I didn't think <laughs> right. that he was going to be on some Fresh Prince of Bel Air type right, stuff. Right, right. But, Hanging but out when with I see it now, I'm not shocked because his <laughs> right. talent. Yes. Right. It doesn't immense, surprise you in that way. Shalea, people like that. Right. I know she didn't sing with our group, but right. we were all, I always say that, that Oakwood is really, it's like being at Motown 
when the Temptations were on Motown right. and, right. and Smokey and the Miracles. That's true. No, and all right. of these groups in the the Supremes. Mm-hmm. It was really just the equivocation of Motown. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much immense talent. Right. So much. That you could walk in. You know, I remember you guys had a phenomenal group. Um as one, I believe. Yeah. Y'all yeah, were great. Yeah, yeah. And y'all weren't they all were. people that wanted to sing for a living, but right. y'all were just no. a fantastic group. Uh, you had assurance. They're, they're just really fantastic groups. And, and she's singing Forgiven with Shalea. And, and people. See, Oprah. I get it all mixed up. So. But, but, they, but no, it was assurance too at, um, right. at yeah. Pine Forge. Abel's had yeah. multiple groups. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's be creating I just knew that there were a whole bunch of hot women and, <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't pull. That, oh my that were, goodness. <laughs> They were all cute, though. That's true. It's all, yeah, it's all oh, the, my goodness. It's all the AKA looking like sisters. Right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I, so I think that's, to me, that's that's the narrative, and that's what inspired me to want to do a short film about what we saw, because it's it's not just, you know, kind of explaining people what the life is, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm, hey. I'm really excited thing, about that. This thing prepared a lot of people yeah. to have... Um, extreme success as adults right true and that's something to be excited about yeah. And, and yeah in in my opinion i'm pivoting the conversation we talked a little bit about this at wvol when you we're talking about just your your counseling so if you're mm-hmm. if you're watching this on on apple tv or or listening on the podcast or, or on the radio john and april do a, a fantastic job of counseling couples and and really i think it's it's a very modern counseling talking about real issues talking about issues Mm -hmm. when you have a couple that's pretty much spent their whole adult lives together (laughs) you have a good narrative because you've seen the ups and you you've seen the downs we didn't talk about it on the radio but i want when you're when you're counseling couples how much is sex how important is sex in relationships and not just sex as far as intercourse but intimacy mm-hmm. foreplay mm-hmm. things like that um, how important is that and what is the norm for couples um, to be having sex is mm-hmm. it once a week is it once a mm-hmm. month mm-hmm. is it does it go down as you age when mm-hmm. when is it typical is it when you Good get question. to 75 <laughs> is that the line of demarcation yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it like we're we're done you know when you're 95 or you just lay next to each other half naked like what is it what how does it work how do you how do you counsel people what are what are the realistic expectations we have had a lot of different age groups though so mm. we do have some data on this okay but I, I will say that when you said how important is it a lot of couples put sex on its own on the side mm-hmm. it is not in that group of things and those group of things that you need in a relationship that really you know all really? those cor- no that's it, it what, should be that's really? what but for most that's people, what not. most couples do right i thought people and would so say it's first and, they don't put it within they don't, the core they don't stuff. put it in within the course they don't put so it in with communication like, and conflict resolution yeah, and stuff here's like all that. here's all these is it above these money? different things well what we're, financial what, problems what we're saying is sex should be right in there with all of that yes but for most couples it's not it's like here's all this stuff right here in the middle we need all these things for our relationship to be healthy okay but then sex is over here so if i don't want to give it you know i don't have to if i don't you know if i don't like it whatever like i don't have to work on that like i need to work on these things but we're trying to what we try to teach is that that's just as important if not more so right well, I've had, okay. I've had so many friends because since I've been doing this healthcare oriented uh, physical health, mental health. One of the things that I focus on, John, is really within male circles trying to mitigate and eliminate toxic masculinity. So this mm. whole concept that we don't ever mm. talk about anything, mm-hmm. we don't let our kids know what's wow. happening in our lives, our mm-hmm. own mistakes. We just mm-hmm. pretend, we just walk it off. Right. We pretend that, 
And because I've been preaching that, I've had numerous people after interviewing them or interviewing experts reach out to me and say, you know, when it comes to intimacy, I was married for 15 years and my wife hated our intimacy. Mm. And it wasn't wow. until our kids were teenagers <laughs> and she was well into her forties. It's just like, nah, I've had enough of this. Wow. Like I'm not, I'm not. And so that's why I wanted to bring in. Cause I, when people said this to me, I was like, man, I got to get you linked up with, with uh, just John in April. Right. Um, how do couples, are they comfortable having that conversation with you? Do you have to drag it out of them? Or? You'd Sometimes be surprised. we do. But, 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 but for the most part, but for the most part, they yeah. are willing to talk to us. They all are. Right. Yeah. And, and it's part of the reason why we came up with our 30-day intimacy boot camp is mm. because we're trying to raise the awareness mm-hmm. of how important intimacy is mm. in a relationship. It actually touches every point. Mm. And if your intimacy is right, right. then you're going to have an easier time with conflict resolution and, and okay. communication and things like that. But on the flip side, if your conflict resolution and communication, all that stuff is right, if your acceptance and things like mm-hmm. that is right, then your intimacy is going to be better. So okay. it, it, we, we, call, we say it has a reciprocal relationship. One feeds into the other, mm. and we don't realize how intertwined it is. And because of that, we're having issues with intimacy that is actually solvable Wow. With some of the other things that we don't think touch that, so we want right. we're trying to bring it into the cluster of things that's mm-hmm, important, so everybody mm-hmm. understands it's right there with the rest of them, mm-hmm. and it all feeds each right. other. So sometimes you're having issues with your your sexual intimacy, right. and it's because you don't trust. Correct. Interesting. It's right. not about what's really going on in the bedroom. It's about Correct. what's going on outside of the bedroom before you even get to it. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> before you even point. get to yeah. it. Now yeah. you've been you've been across, and like I said, I think that. And we talked at WVLL that, you know, I look at that car, you guys shouldn't be here. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. you've been spared yeah. <laughs> to, God had a plan for you. Right. And it seems like you're you're walking in his plan. But when you're talking to, to couples, you've been together a long time. So I assume that things change. You know, it's going to be different when you don't have children. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different when your kids are two and three. Mm-hmm. By the time they're teenagers, mm-hmm. you can say, well, go to the mall, go to the movie, mm-hmm. get out of the house. Mm-hmm. But how, how, do those, how do those habits and the time for intimacy or this actual intercourse, or just intimacy across the board, how does that change as you, as you think about yourselves as a 21-year-old couple right. versus you know, a couple that, I'm not going to age you, but it's much, more, <laughs> it's much more than 21 years old. Right. How, how have those things changed? And then you know, what's it going to be like when you're, when you're 60? What are the expectations yeah. when you're empty nesters? So let me just say real quick before I answer that, that I think one of the most valuable assets for a couple that has longevity mm-hmm. where they enjoy their relationship mm-hmm. is flexibility. Okay. That means we both like have sexual, an idea. Sexual positions, flexible. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that too. That too. That's what I'm talking about now. I'm saying I got to be flexible about my situation to know that these circumstances of life are going to impact and change mm. some things. So that when mm. we're early on and we're in our 20s and we have no kids, it might look one way. Right. Once we have children, we're still kind of young. It may look a different way because we're sleep deprived. And it looks right. like something else when, when one of us is reaching their sexual peak because right. women's sexual peak happens yep. in their late 30s and early 40s. Right. And for men, we're starting to go the other way. So right. there's a whole bunch of different stuff that comes into play. And then of course you throw into that whatever's going on with your situation, like your job and whether or not there's stress Stress. and and whether or not you've had an illness and health health. and all those things got to play into it. Yo man, I'm going to keep it 100. I mean, I wasn't (laughs) married, but uh, when I had Lyme disease, man, I I was on a medication that 
I didn't think I was ever going to be able to have sex again. Wow. And I was wow. like, Lord, you can take yeah, my yeah. Dick out. <laughs> I was like, I have nothing to live for. I was like, I'm 31 and done. Oh, like, oh my goodness. I'm just, why, why would you make me suffer the indignity <laughs> of having a, a chronic illness such as Lyme disease that I have to take these medications that, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, but, but all that plays into I wasn't it. married, but if I was married, that would have been, right. obviously, right. that's a... But uh, that does medication, issue, right? um, yep. even even birth control. Oh, okay, because we dealt with that. Okay, you know. Okay, it did. birth so control changed your libido. It did. Right. But it, wow. I mean, like, yeah. Wow. So I don't want to get too detailed. No, it's fine. No, we don't. It shows rated R. Okay. What? What? Wait, PG thirteen? I think it's <laughs> But 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 what I was gonna say though is James. Here's the thing that's crazy about it. If you are open and flexible, mm-hmm. then you can actually enjoy mm. every stage mm. for what it is. That okay, is true. so even that at is 71. True. That's what, I, that's what right. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm expecting age, right. that at 71, I'm still going to be enjoying my wife physically. Right, that's wonderful. Now, here's the thing that's crazy because you talked about it earlier. We have couples that come to us, we were surprised to see it, that are in their 30s and younger mm. who are barely who having are sex. Who are not having mm. sex. We're I'm talking, talking once, once a month, year. Once, a, once, a, once every oh, six we're months, talking, once a year. Junk like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. And we tell, April tells them, that's, that's yo, what, you got to get a hold I'm of this now. In. That's so bad. I'm going to cut to a break because I, <laughs> I, 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 I have to think about my follow-up questions after that. But what <laughs> we'll do is we're, we're cut to a break. I have... I have our, I'll call it Just John and April Unchained, so like uh, Django Unchained, and um, they're they're giving some more advice and talking about their own personal experiences on Landshade Radio Network after these messages. Paragon, Paragon seven, seven, seven Studios. Studios. Mr. McDowell, what is it, sir? I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Son, I'm just going to tell you this one time. Yes, sir. You want to keep working here. Stay off the drugs. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Paid off like the assassin, now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range rover. I told you, Rampage, your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson, New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake suit and yeah. I'm true. Bad, my travels like a schizo with two tabs with do rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to industriousoffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at industriousoffice.com. You don't know me. Probably never will. But I need you to do something for me. Something that could literally change everything. You'll never get a thank you card. And yet, I need you to do it. And if that weren't enough, I need you to do it as soon as you are able to. If you do this for me, I'll do it for you. And for every single person you love. Deal? This is our shot to leave COVID behind. Paragon. 
Paragon, Paragon. Seven, well, the seven. Studios. Studios. like Shabba. Ranks making bank operating like Trapper. John and me. Yeah, that's what folks tell me. I plan on going far and be a star like Marcus Welby. So there, there. Uh-huh. You suit though, yes. I mix the buckets, cause and rockets like Menudo or Judo. I get it. I do them when I gamble. And when I swings my thing, I take the swing like Mickey Mantle. But um, I got more flavors than a pack an hour later. Beg your pardon, Mr. Cuba, but I love vanilla wafers. See, I got it going on because of the songs that I write. I got it going on because my crew Do you remember this, Don? Yes. And I was about to say to you, man. Every time I listen to your stuff, I remember everything you play. Yo, I... I... <laughs> Shout out, shout out to, to Ricky Court Because I know he's probably watching this He had the best CD Him and Brian Rivers Had the two best CD booklets They did On the entire I, I was introduced to so much music I had one of those um, One sleeve booklets That it just was like one And the CDs were stacked on, But they had yeah, the yeah, four yeah. square Oh yeah They had, yeah, they had, yeah, the, they had the four square Yeah And <laughs> part of the reason I want to sit next to them it's because I knew that I would get some great music. And yeah. we were on the bus for a long time right. doing these tours. Hours stuff. on end. You know, riding from Huntsville to New York City and right. to D.C. and mm-hmm. Chicago and places like that. Mm-hmm. And there was always real dope music. It was. In, in, in the back. In the back. We in the were, very back. In the back. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about sex. And this is a topic, a very mature topic, but I think an important topic. And curious, once again, you know, I really wanted to bring you in. Maybe talk about stuff that is not necessarily for radio, although mm-hmm. we probably will play some of this on the radio. Mm-hmm. How does pornography destroy marriages? Mm-hmm. I've heard so many people talk about it, but they're always talking about it from a victim yeah. angle. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring in two experts that are marriage counselors that we talk about. So we we put a pin in um if I'm only having sex once a year, then we we gonna be on. I don't. I'm not a porn. Like bang Bros. You know, whatever's out. That's a problem. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know how with what's out there now. If you're only having sex once a year, mm-hmm. then you're gonna be much more susceptible <laughs> to getting enthralled into these fantasy worlds and yeah. you know, these chat rooms and and whatever. I work with someone when I worked when I started in. In healthcare and in, in the SDA mm. side of healthcare, mm. there was a VP. That mm. person's making close to 200K a year. Yeah. They walked that MFR out. Wow. Porn wow. on computer no. in office. And no. what happened was Man. an assistant was in there to talk to him and he accidentally clicked the wrong button. Oh my goodness. And so then you get into an HR issue because oh, it's, yeah. it's an, and they walked they walked him out of there. Wow. There was no hearing, there was no no investigation. Out yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember saying I'm just like, man, I love looking at women, but I'm not going to blow a 200k right up right like some porn. Like right. that's crazy. Wow. But you hear stories about people watching porn in their car and right. it's yeah. just ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And how does that impact marriages? Um Listen, I mean, if you are watching porn the once a year sex really makes sense really right, because right, you right. are basically you're finding other ways to right to get you your know, get your thing you don't so need it from your spouse you don't need it from right. your spouse yeah. and so yeah. it makes it so that you're not even ready when it's right. time right. So I, 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 <laughs> I mean just the, from that perspective no, I mean, exactly. I'm, I'm a healthcare Alone, person you know? right i'm a healthcare person there's literally an icd-10 code mm. that is for you know so icd-10 is you know everyone goes to the office they say well you know you have high blood pressure right, right. Mm-hmm. okay i think you just had your arm had surgery on your mm-hmm. elbow or arm or something like that yeah. and there's icd-10 code right that you had um, or if you broke a finger or something, there's a code for 
sexual impotence due to consumption of pornography. It's Whoa. an actual, it's an actual wow. ICD-10 code that, wow. that, that you go to a urologist and like it's a code. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's real. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I yeah. mean, you can only do so much. Right. Seriously. Right. Exactly. Like, but, but here's we the learned thing. that in our first years of right. marriage. Well, <laughs> the, the, we did. <laughs> you can only er, have Early on, early we were on. to have it as much as possible. We're like, yo, <laughs> we're we like, just did it three times don't in a row. Wanna, I don't think I can do this again. <laughs> right. I'm not sure if it's possible. Not possible. But, but here's what I'm going to say. This is the sneakiest part of pornography that I think mm. it, it, it ruins marriages. It unravels them it all that without knowing. It does. No question. It does. Here's the way it does it that people don't know. It's kind of a Trojan horse, kind of a thing you don't detect right. uh, up front and that is it changes your now, expectations you, when you said Trojan horse was it not 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 Trojan condoms see no. that's why I make the big bucks yeah, right, right right right, right. <laughs> when those so so no really the thing that it does that's hugely uh, impactful to your relationship is it changes your expectations so right. that now you think right. that's what you are supposed to be right. doing in the bedroom right. right and you don't realize that porn people are actors those are actors man yeah, yeah. those are acting right. But you have these high expectations that you can't even get. Right. So you're never going to. But I was I was going to say as an elementary school teacher, the problem is you were like, how how is this possible that you, you know, want this, you know, in your car, you got to do this. You risk two hundred thousand dollars a year, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's because it begins at such a young age yeah, that's that true. it really warps your thinking. It warps and your being ideas. Surrounded by teachers in my immediate family. I've had conversations with people that I love. People yeah. That yeah. In my family. And, you know, I'm oblivious to it. I'm in the executive boardroom. Right. I would never even think that eight, nine-year-olds were yeah. exposed to that. That's when they get you that's would not believe. all the time. Seven-year-olds. I was just happy to believe. get some side boob on right. Showtime <laughs> when, I was a, when I was 11. If I could get me a little side boob right. on, on Cinemax. <laughs> Where my dad oh. let me stay up till 10. I get a little right, side right, right. Oh, that, that is so right. That was a big deal. That was enough So for here's the thing, though, too. When these kids are hitting it at, getting it at seven, eight, nine right. years old, it's not on purpose. Right. They're, they're right. on their device. Yes, not on purpose. And they're just searching for something, and right. they end up at yeah. something pornographic. Instagram and all that foolish oh, stuff. Oh, man. Like this, you know, it's I, so much. I have it's God, pervasive. I have goddaughters and godchildren, and they're like, I mean, Uncle Lou, can you... Tell daddy to get me a phone. I was like, hell no. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, Uncle Lou, I don't want you? you to have a phone until you're 22. That's right. right. I don't Ain't want no you way. exposed to any of that no. stuff. Right. But right. what happens from a couple standpoint, how do you how do you have that conversation with couples that, hey, mm. these are telltale signs that somebody's addicted to porn? Because I think mm. that no sex in a year, um, that's a sign because yeah. people generally are going to have that outlet. So right. Right. something seems to be so, so if, I, if, I if there's no medical issue, I can't like speak from a, from a woman's standpoint. But yes. I will say there are other things. I mean, well, I guess you can answer that question first, but I do want to say that, you know, we think that because it's once a year, it has to be porn. Right. Right. But it's not always. And what mm. we teach is, and what's crazy is there's shame when it comes to sex. That's true. And that shame rolls Even under over. Under the umbrella of marriage. Yes. Yeah, right. Right. We, bring, we bring the shame wow. into marriage. Wow. Yes. And it actually keeps people from being able to wow. enjoy it at the, you know, feeling the guilty. Yeah. Feeling guilty as a wow. married person that we're doing these things together. Right. It's like, right. are you kidding me? This is what right. God created. Yeah. Correct. But, but yes. anyway, go ahead and answer that question. I'm sorry. Well, I, I what was kinda, the other question you're talking about? And he was saying, how does how do you deal with couples that yeah, come how do you in? Tell oh, listen, who, you know, April and I do you not pull any punches. Watching porn yes, you yeah, yeah, of we, course. We, listen, we, right. we, we will start about, before we make an accusation. Right. We will start by saying something like, 
Uh, if you are watching pornography, mm. here's why it's dangerous. Right. And, and, and sometimes usually we, we can don't... see in a facial expression that it. Yeah, usually. That okay, now we can. It's tell very hard person. to admit that. Put the, Correct. Put the, put the white light on. Uh, yeah, it, it's yeah, hard for cool. for people couples that we deal with to actually talk about it I'm and sure. admit it. But we I'm do sure. have a test that we use beforehand that will that right. they will they do share whether or not take. there's an issue. Right. So when we right. go in, we already know Sometimes. somebody's yeah. doing this. Right. Okay, we can discuss it right. and tell them about all of the pitfalls that are going to come right. more than pitfalls. I mean, you right. can really yeah. ruin yeah. your marriage, yeah. your yeah. whole life. Yeah. yeah. But 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 it is part of a, a larger swath of addictive behaviors. Right. It's, it's it not is. just pornography, right? And so yeah. and so what we have to understand right. is that some of us right. have yep. Certain proclivities right. towards and addictive if you have kids, things. You gotta let right. the kids know. You do. That, yeah, I might have passed hey, this down to you. Um, yeah. That you know, mom struggled with this. Yeah, I mean, right. we, we let, the same right. we, let right. know, we let people know. Say, well, hey, granddad had diabetes. Exactly. So you watch, but we don't talk about some of these other things. But that's that, that, again, that goes along with the mental health things, thing right, too, yes. because when this happens at a young age, it actually mm. affects the mental health. I'm it sure. It yeah. does. Yeah. Because there's something about it I that happens. I can't imagine being exposed to that at, at that age. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You don't even know how I'm still, to. April, you don't even I'm know still, how to. I'm still <laughs> scarred from stuff I saw at Pine Four. Right. Like, you were in high school. 16, <laughs> right. 17. Right. Listen, don't let me tell like, you what yeah. I've heard that happened like, in the boys' dorm. Stuff that went on in the boys' dorm. I was like, I'm so glad. I really wish that I hadn't seen that. I heard some crazy stories. I am not in that dorm with those guys. Erase those things. No, I think I think I think it's really great to uh, normalize that type of conversation because Definitely. you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to industriousoffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour at industriousoffice.com.